Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When your work expects you to get the job done, but doesn't give you any of the tools to do said work... Maybe it's time to use some malicious compliance. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, not bringing ear protection to shoot guns? Very well. I'm a bit of a gun nut, so naturally I visit the range often. I took a trip with a friend to an outdoor range, and after a while of shooting, this other group shows up. I was coming back from setting up more targets when I notice a kid with them who's not wearing ear protection. One of the adults with him notices my concern and attempts to reassure me, saying that he won't be shooting today. I ask if they have hearing protection and he says, we'll be fine, keep shooting. I then empty our 20 round magazine of 762 by 51 I look over after a couple of shots and notice they're all covering their ears with their hands. Depending on the rifle, 762 by 51 can generate around 150 decibels. Permanent ear damage can occur at 120 decibels for any length of time. They left as soon as my magazine was empty. At the end of the day, it's their fault, but I'd have a serious moral dilemma about shooting regardless knowing that they're not taking their safety seriously. Whether or not it's specifically their fault, you don't really want to damage their hearing. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit that subscribe button down below. That said, our next story is counting chips at a casino. Several years ago, I worked in the cage, the place where you cash out, in a casino, During my time there, I was a cashier and a manager. We had people trying to get things over on us all the time from invalid coupons, comps, fake chips, chips from other casinos, shortchange artists, and others. The folks I always enjoyed dealing with were the ones who would bring a large amount of lower denomination chips. Usually the total would be around $150 to $300 US. Now, as a cashier, these people never phased me, and they didn't get anything over on me. As a manager, I would back up my people. The shortchange chip con works like this. The customer puts down a handful or two of chips and starts immediately complaining about how long it's taking. They'll interrupt the cashier constantly, telling them how much is there and demanding their money. Also, people with fake chips use the same tactic. If the cashier gets rattled, they'll miscount and pay out wrong. So here's where the malicious compliance comes. Since the customer's complaining that it's taking too long and the cashier's counting wrong, I would go over and help. I would instruct the cashier to make sure they count it correctly by verifying every chip. That is, asking for someone to come over and check it. I would also tell my cashier that any time the customer interrupted to stop, mix the chips up, and start recounting and tell the customer they need to start over for accuracy basically doing the exact thing to them, except the speed. Well, this resulted in the payout being super correct, taking a long time, and the customer basically having to keep quiet. Also, it gave me plenty of time to get a picture of the person sent to every cage, so they would be aware that we had a chip shorter on board. 
I also got to recognize a few of these folks and would greet them as they came up to the window, which they usually responded with just being quiet. I kept several of my cashiers from losing their jobs due to their drawers being off. In a nutshell, customers try to con cashiers by distracting them, but preventing the bad payout by overcomplicating the payout. Our next story is, I will take care of myself. I worked at this custom fabrication shop for a few years. It was a fun place to work, lots of different projects. I did the engineering and drafting. Shortly after I started, one of the guys I worked with got promoted to be my boss. He was great to work with and for. Upper management had no idea how long things took and he kept them in check when they tried to overpromise on what we could do. Well, COVID hit and they let go of all the middle management so my boss went bye-bye, as did most of my department team. Then they promoted the worst possible person to be the manager of my department. He worked in a lot of different departments and felt he was always right. To keep the doors open, upper management said yes to pretty much every job they could. It got to the point where the shop was working 10 to 12 hour days, 6 or 7 days a week, and my department was doing 10 to 12 hour days, 5 days a week. They kept asking me to work Saturdays, but I have my kids, so I kept telling them I couldn't. Now for the malicious compliance. One day in a one-on-one meeting, I was telling my boss how the overtime is burning me out. It's almost an hour drive for me to the office. So if I'm working a 10 hour day and I take a half hour lunch, that's 12 and a half hours away from home. His response was, I didn't tell you where to live. It's my job to manage the workload. It's your job to manage your personal life. So cue malicious compliance. I stopped giving a crap about what was coming in and only worked on the things he told me to. I didn't take any extra initiative and managed my personal life right into a new job. Shortly after, the other experienced people in the department also handed in their two weeks. Last I heard, they lost some big contracts because they couldn't keep up with the workload. 100% these are the type of companies that, after going under, blame the workers for the sole reason it all went to crap. This next story is, well you asked me to iron it. It was my elder brother's engagement day. It was a big event with many guests. It's a big function from where I'm from. All of my close family members had bought good expensive clothes to wear for the function. My dad had a silk shirt which was the most expensive of all. So on the morning of the engagement day, as we were all busy to get stuff done, he asks me to iron his new shirt. He had bought the shirt two weeks prior and he'd asked me to do it on the function day that too right before we were about to leave. Usually I do iron his shirts most of the time, but it was just so busy and chaotic that day and not to mention the iron we had was faulty. I told him I don't have the time and the iron is faulty. He was pissed and started raising his voice. Everyone heard what was going on, so I was like, okay, whatever. Got his shirt and as I was walking towards the ironing table, he yells, It's silk! Make sure you put it on low heat! So I plugged the iron in, put the heat on low, gave it a few minutes to heat up, and picked it up. And right when I placed it on the front of his shirt, it burned, creating a hole almost as big as the iron box. I, annoyed, picked up the shirt and held it to his face. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. He was so furious and started shouting and screaming at me, but thankfully, everyone had heard me telling him the iron was faulty, so everyone sided with me. He had to wear an old shirt till we got to the place. Since it was still morning, most of the shops were closed, but my brother's friends went out of their way to get him a new shirt, one-fourth the price of the original, for the function. He was furious for days. Note, the fault with the iron was a manufacturing defect. The minimum heat and the max heat were swapped. We never noticed it because we usually put the heat right in the middle, but I was scared to use it as I'd previously burned two of my uniforms. He brought this on to himself since he specifically asked me to put it on low heat. The faulty machine read it as high heat. I figured this out after a couple of days. To be honest, even I felt bad for him. Apparently not only did they overpay for this shirt, if it was actual proper silk, there wouldn't have been a hole burned into it unless it was on fire. Our next story is drowning in RV bed sheets. This happened several years ago. I was working out of town and my wife was in poor health. So the whole family had to go live with me in my 34-foot fifth-wheel bunkhouse RV. So it's my wife, 12-year-old daughter, and 9-year-old son and myself living in this RV for two years at a pretty nice RV park. The wife wanted to get new sheets for our bed, so I told her to see what Amazon had. She finds a few different ones she likes and was showing them to me. I mentioned that our mattress is a queen, but it's not a normal queen size. For those of you that don't know, a lot of RVs, not all, have what is called a short queen or RV queen mattress. I honestly can't remember exactly, but I think the mattress is 4 inches shorter. So anyway, I go through her picks and find one that has an RV queen size. They're 600 thread count Egyptian cotton, cost $60 to $70 each. I say, what the heck, and get them. When we get the package, they sent the wrong ones, so I got a hold of Amazon. They said to send them back and they would send out correct ones. We get the correct sheets about five days later and all is good. I get a call from the RV office about four days later that says I have three packages, which is odd because I almost always know when I have packages due. Anyways, I pick them up. And it's three sets of the sheets, all RV short queen, $70 sheets. I get a hold of Amazon and tell them about the package, and they say thanks, and to keep them. Two days later, another five show up. Next day two, next day seven, etc. This goes on for about 45 days. I think I ended up with about 125 sets of $70 mattress sheets. I had the owner of the park refuse packages and returned to sender as I was buried in sheets. I got a hold of a large RV outfit and made a deal for a hundred of the sheet sets, made 3000 on the sheets and still had 10 to 15 sets after I gave almost everyone in the RV park a set. I had tried several times to get them to stop mailing them to me, 
What we think happened is that someone put our address as the return address for the short RV sheets, since that's the only ones we ever got and they had all sizes in the ad. The malicious compliance would be that I'd tried to return the sheets after I got the first couple of deliveries and they said to keep them. The malicious compliance part would be that they had no idea they were going to have me keep thousands of dollars worth of sheets. I kind of wish I would have let them keep sending them to me. We moved out of the park in western Kansas about a year and a half later. Wonder how long they would have continued to send them. Honestly, if Amazon is not reaching out and not helping you, that's pretty savvy to go and flip them to an RV place for a low, low discounted price. For a minute there, it basically turned into a side hustle. Our next story is, just use what you have. Never thought I'd have another story to post on here, but c'est la vie. Back when I graduated college, there were very few jobs available in my field, so I applied for and landed a contractual job with the state government. It was mostly a clerical position with lots of typing involved, at the end of which I knew Microsoft Word and Excel well enough to call them family. The pay was good enough considering the work and the fact that I was posted in my own city so there was no need for me to move anywhere. Besides, the contract renewed every year with a raise in salary. The computers we were assigned for the job were surprisingly good, but anything will break down when used too often. I should probably mention that I graduated with a degree in engineering and have been into computers since I was 11. So for the most part, I could fix any software and even some hardware issues that hindered my work. The resident IT god self-proclaimed, Boscar, hated me for that. Was it because I wasn't as dependent on him as the others in the office and he had an inferiority complex? Or maybe because he just didn't like the look of my face? I'll never know, but I was always met with a, why don't you fix it yourself, whenever I approached him with a difficult issue. So mostly I did. Eight months into my second term, my keyboard died. It was your typical membrane keyboard with typical membrane keyboard issues, which meant that once a key stopped working, you threw out the entire keyboard and got a new one. For me, it wasn't just one key, it was the entire R3 row which means that all the keys from tab all the way to 9 on the numpad just stopped working one day. When it comes to typing, that row is particularly important. So, like a sane person, I went to Mr. IT God to request a new one. My keyboard is dead. I would like a new one, please. Fix it yourself, was the reply, as expected. I said, yeah, I would like to, but this is a hardware issue. This keyboard is dead. They say, there are no extra keyboards, just use what you have. He said this as there was literally a stack of new keyboards behind his desk. I knew this was going nowhere, and I wouldn't get a new keyboard from this guy, so I just left. I was now in a dilemma. I needed to do the work they were paying me to do, and I couldn't do it with a broken keyboard. I could have just bought a new membrane keyboard. They're pretty cheap. But why should I spend my money on stuff my office should give me for free? Besides, I had a point to make. So I drove home, picked up one of my most annoying personal keyboards, and drove right back. My keyboard was mechanical. I could type faster on it. It had rainbow vomit and it was loud. I plugged it into my office computer and got to work. Needless to say, chaos ensued. Word soon spread about the guy who had connected a typewriter to his computer. Apparently they could hear me typing over in the next department. People soon gathered around to watch me type. This is a small city in India, 
Most of these people were technologically illiterate. They'd never seen a mechanical keyboard before. This led to a disruption in the workflow of the office, and so one of the higher-ups came over to investigate. He saw me typing loudly and came over to talk. Let's call him Borthakor because that's his name. Borthakor says, What is this? A typewriter? I said, No, sir. This is my keyboard. I brought it from home. They say, This isn't standard issue. What happened to the one you were given? I say, Sir, it's broken, so I'm using this. They say, If your keyboard is broken, you should have asked Boss Car for a new one. You shouldn't bring personal stuff from home for use in the office. I said, Sir... I asked him for one and he told me he doesn't have any extra hardware and to use what I have. This is what I have. Borthaker says, come on, let's go over and have a talk with him, bring your broken keyboard, and off we went to Mr. IT God's office. Borthaker says, is it true that you've refused a replacement keyboard for Mr. OP? Boscar says, he fixes all his computer problems himself, he can probably fix this too. Borthakur says, You know full well he can't fix a broken keyboard. Give him a new one. Boscar says, There's none available. Borthakur then turned to me and says, How much does your personal keyboard cost? I said, This one cost me $150, I think. Why do you ask? They say, I'll write you a check for $150 and deduct that from the IT department's budget. How does that sound, Boscar? This is ridiculous. Our keyboards cost $2, Boscar shouted as he picked up a new keyboard box to show him the price. So you do have replacements available, Borthakur said. I don't know why you're refusing him a new one, but you better give it to him now. Needless to say, I had a new keyboard before the hour was over. I refused a contract renewal and left that job three months later. I think Boscar did have some kind of inferiority complex and was intentionally trying to tank OP. You know, if they deny them this keyboard and they don't have any other replacement, maybe they're hoping OP's job performance will tank, maybe they'll get reprimanded or fired or, I don't know, maybe Saul's just petty. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 